0: Good afternoon. Greetings once again in the name of the Lord Jesus. Welcome back to the Word of Truth, the show where you will only hear the truth as found in Scripture. Last week, we learned the importance of being born again. And today, Pastor Pace will explain exactly how the Scriptures say to do just that. So stay tuned. The Word of Truth is hosted by Pastor Joel Pace of Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, where we are a church for all nationalities. You can find more information about us on our website. That's gtacdallas.com. But now, here's Pastor Joel Pace on the Word of Truth. Greetings in the name of
1: the Lord Jesus Christ. I am Pastor Joel Pace, and I welcome you to the Word of Truth broadcast. We're so glad to have you tune in with us again this afternoon, and we certainly hope that God will bless you through the Word of Truth broadcast as we again bring out the words of God, amen, according to His truth, amen. The Bible says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Praise the Lord. Last week, we began teaching uh, on the subject of what does it mean to be born again? And we were taking our subject from the Scripture text in John chapter 3, where Nicodemus, who a Pharisee, he came to Jesus by night. And uh, he had some questions for Jesus, amen. And Jesus answered him and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so we began last week talking about the new birth and how the new birth is similar to the natural birth that consists of water and breath. As the baby is born, uh, when the water breaks, and then it receives breath, which is its life. And the new birth is also water and breath, but it's water and spirit. It's a spiritual new birth. Nicodemus thought, well, wait a minute. How can a man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? But Jesus was talking about a spiritual new birth, which also consists of water and spirit. And so I want to talk a little bit more here today about water baptism. Last week, we talked about how the children of Israel went through the Red Sea. They crossed the Red Sea as God opened it up and they crossed on dry land when they got all the way across, then the Egyptian army followed them, and the warders came back and drowned the Egyptian army. Amen, and that Egyptian army Egypt represents the world and and God called his children out of Egypt like He calls his people out of the world. And so the Egyptians represented their sin, and so their sin was washed away there in the Red Sea, just like our sins are washed away at water baptism in Jesus' name. And so I want to look at another scripture text here, which types um, water baptism, and that can be found in 2 Kings chapter 5 and verse 1. There was a man by the name of Naaman. He was captain of the host of the king of Syria, and the Bible says that he was a leper. Amen. Leprosy is a type of sin. It represents sin. All right. Leprosy spreads in the body just like sin spreads. Leprosy uh, is a killer, just like sin kills. The wages of sin is death. And Naaman was sent to the king of Israel to be cleansed of his leprosy. But the king rent his clothes and said, am I a God to kill and make alive? And he was angry. But Elisha the prophet sent for Naaman to come and see him. And when Naaman came, he was expecting the prophet to just pray over him, and he would be healed of his leprosy. But Elisha the prophet instructed Naaman to go and wash in the river Jordan seven times, and he would be healed. But Nathan was angry and complained and felt that he could go to other rivers that he thought were better. Sometimes people complain about God's instructions and they want to find an easier way. But there is only one way. There was only one way for Naaman to be healed of his leprosy, and that was he had to go, amen, to the River Jordan and dip himself seven times. Naaman's servants finally persuaded him to obey the prophet's instructions, and he went and dipped himself seven times, and he was cleansed. And the Bible says, and his flesh became like that of a little child, amen, like he was born again, amen. The place of leprosy became flesh like a born again child, praise God. Now, in order for Naaman to get his leprosy healed, he had to dip himself seven times, just like the prophet said. If he dipped himself five times and stopped, his leprosy would not have been healed if he dipped himself six times and stopped his leprosy would not have been healed it wasn't until he obeyed the prophet and dipped himself that seventh time amen that his leprosy was healed praise the lord amen and so when the bible says repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins amen we just can't go down into the water anyway We've got to go down in the water in Jesus' name, just like the Bible says, amen, in order for baptism to do its work and wash away and cleanse us from our sin. And this is being born again of water, amen, is being born again of the water, like Jesus said in St. John chapter 3, amen, by having all of our sins washed away by being baptized in Jesus' name not father son holy ghost amen because father son holy ghost is not a name those are titles amen you must be baptized in the name singular when you read the book of acts you'll see every time somebody was baptized they were always baptized in the name of the lord jesus why because jesus is the only name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved Hallelujah. And Jesus is the name of the Father. Jesus is the name of the Son. Jesus is the name of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. Uh, We we see that that Jesus said, I have been sent in my Father's name. What name was he sent? In Jesus. The angel said, thou shalt have a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. And Jesus said, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Which is the comforter shall be sent in my name. Praise God. And so that's why the apostles understood when Jesus said, Go ye therefore teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In Matthew 28, 19, they understood that he meant baptize in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. When you're baptized, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Amen. It does not wash away sin. The same way if you signed a check, amen, for a thousand dollars and you wrote Father, Son, Husband on that check, you couldn't cash that check. Why? Because the name, the signature of the name is what gives the authority. Hallelujah. And so the name of Jesus must be said over your baptism to give it authority. Amen. To give the authority. Hallelujah. To wash away and cleanse your sin. Praise God. And so we see that Naaman's leprosy was cleansed, amen, when he obeyed the prophet and dipped himself seven times. And your sins will be washed away in water baptism, amen, when you are baptized in the name of Jesus, amen, like the apostles preached. Let's look at another scripture that, that deals with baptism in Acts 22 and 16. Amen. This is Ananias instructing Saul, who later became Apostle Paul. And in Acts 22, 16, it says, and now why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Amen. So this is Paul's conversion when he was born again. And Ananias told him to go and get baptized. He tells him to get baptized, calling on the name of the Lord. What's the name of the Lord? Jesus. And he said, washing away his sins. So we see baptism washes away sins. Baptism is not a outward show of an inward cleansing or not a public showing, amen, of your belief. The Bible does not teach that. The Bible teaches that baptism is for the washing away of sin, for the remission of sin, which means also the forgiveness of sin. Amen. We cannot be saved nor enter into the kingdom of God until we're born of the water. Like Jesus said, amen, which is baptism in Jesus name to wash away our sins. Anyone not baptized in Jesus name, they do not have their sins washed away. You're still in your sins. It doesn't matter how much you believe. Doesn't matter how much you feel God. Hallelujah. We've got to do it the Bible way. We've got to do it the way of truth. Amen. And Jesus said, except a man is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And now we see that in 1 Peter chapter 3, another type of baptism. Amen. In verse 20 and 21, this scripture text talks about Noah. Amen. As he built the ark. And the scripture says that Noah, his wife and three sons and their wives were saved by water. As the ark floated on that water, everybody else drowned in the water. Noah was a preacher of righteousness, the Bible said. Everybody else were sinners and they died. Amen. Everybody else was sinners and they died in the flood because they did not believe that it was going to rain. God rained upon the earth for 40 days and nights to judge the earth because of sin. The rains became flooded waters and washed away all sin on the earth. This is a like figure, as the scripture says, "...how baptism doth now also save us when our sins are washed away, being baptized in Jesus' name." It does not wash away the filth of the flesh. Our flesh will always be filthy, dirty, rotten, and carnal. But baptism is an answer of a good conscience in knowing that the sins of our soul have been washed away. God does not remember our sins anymore when they're washed away in water baptism in Jesus' name. Amen. The resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead gives power to baptism in that he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And through his name, we receive remission of sins. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And so we see that, that Noah in them, in the ark, as the scripture said, that wherein eight souls were saved by water. In the like figure which baptism, now baptism doth also save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, amen, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we see Peter using the ark to show that baptism doth also save and how the ark floated on the water, and everyone was drowned, which represented the sins of the world. Amen. And so water baptism does save. Anybody that preaches or teaches that you're not saved by baptism is not true. Amen. The scripture says it right here. Whereunto baptism now doth also save us. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so we want to make sure here today that we are born again. Amen. Is not accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, that's not being born again. It's not just believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not being born again. You must be born of water and of the Spirit, like Jesus said, Amen. To enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, the truth is so beautiful. Hallelujah. And it gives us joy, Amen, when it's revealed to us. Well, my time is just about up here again. Amen. These broadcasts go so fast, but tune again here next week. Amen. And we will continue to talk about what it means to be born again. God bless you.
0: Thank you, Pastor Pace. What you heard today is the biblical plan of salvation, God's plan. Well, that concludes today's edition of the Word of Truth. If you can't wait to know more, call us. We would love to give you a personal Bible study. You can reach us at 214-391-0017. That phone number is 214-391-0017. Or visit us on our website at gtacdallas.com. And we would so love for you to come and visit us. We're located at 2930 North St. Augustine Drive in Dallas, Texas. Service times can be found on the website That web address again is gtacdallas.com. Please tune in again next week when Pastor Pace will teach even more of what the scriptures say about being born again. Please don't miss it. On behalf of Pastor Joel Pace and Grace and Truth Apostolic Church, God bless.